0: We welcome you to join with us this morning. (laughs) This is so good. Happy New Year. We welcome you, we welcome the Lord. (laughs) Let's all take our place. And why don't we stand together?) Up the game. Way before the King of Kings. Let's open up the gates. Lift your hands, O oh ye gates. Open up the gates. Make way before the King of Kings. god who comes to save is here to set the captives free who can stop the lord Yeah. till every dark starts to break, declaring there's hope and freedom, there is hope, is freedom, I speak Jesus, let's sing that again, we just want to speak, we just want to speak the name of Jesus Over Society. To every soul, to every soul held captive by oppression, we speak. Key. speak the name of Jesus over every heart and over every mind cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus Jesus salvation belongs to our God who sits sits upon the throne throne. sing that again salvation belongs salvation belongs to our God for you sit upon the throne you sit upon throne unto the Lamb
1: and and unto
0: salvation belongs to a God who saved
1: Your kingdom come and your will be done
2: today.
1: On earth as it is in heaven.
2: 行在地上,
1: we agree and align with all the purposes of God.
2: Amen. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Amen.
2: Amen.
1: Happy New Year,
2: everyone.
1: This is a very exciting new year.:
2: As
1: you will tell,
2: 就像你要会说, With our upcoming announcements uh, We have a lot of
1: things on the go. <laughs> I feel like this year we have we're ha- we we are told that we are a prophetic church with lots of airplanes.
2: <laughs> but I don't
1: think this year is going to be an international airport. <laughs>
2: this year, it's going to be a local airport. 所以这一次,
1: Domestic airport. Within our family, we're going to have different things that are going
2: to be launching forward. So, get ready.
3: This is the best you guys have looked this year. I'll give you four or five seconds to... Oh, I... hmm. God has a plan. And it can't be stopped. <laughs> um, God has a message. And it might not be the one that is here. Uh, I feel, in, in a way, uh, you know, there's often times we come to a, a first meeting of the year and we're like, Oh what's like there there might be some pressure to like what is God saying and what are we going to do for this year? But I think God in his mercy and goodness, he's always been leading us we, we always trust him, and that he always has a plan. And, and we just kind of, by his grace, in it. And there is absolutely... I'm feeling the weightiness of just... He's, he's pruning back um, our performance. I always <laughs> To make way for his presence. And so, let's see how we're going to walk through these next few minutes. And I love that it's Simon beside me. Because uh, we're always along, we're always up for adventure. From the beginning of time, God has designed us to be fruitful and to multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. This isn't just for us, uh, for our, I don't believe it's just for our overall destiny. I want to speak to us this year that there's a fruitfulness and a multiplication that first begins in our own heart. And honestly, uh, fruit is amazing. Fruit, everybody loves fruit. In fact, in BC, we're so good that we export our fruit. And I think in Zion, we also like to export our fruit. That's why we hardly see any of our pastors. Uh, but my prayer, my prayer for us. But my prayer, my prayer for us. this. We want our fruit that we export and the fruit that's in-house to taste exactly the same. <laughs> Or another way to say it, we we don't want our reputation to ever be greater than our reality. And I think part of that is that we, we're not going to we're gonna enjoy the fruit, but we're not gonna glorify the fruit. If anything, I feel God is saying to us, we're going to prune back a bit so that our roots are healthy. And and you know what happens when roots are healthy? We produce in season and out of season. Then it's not just January 1st, what message do we have? It's an ongoing fruit because we have developed an atmosphere for His presence and an intimacy in our own hearts. I feel like I'm, I'm I, in the next moment, I'm like just setting up a few logs, a few, a few pieces of wood. Because uh, uh, I believe Pastor Rebecca is going to bring the fire. <laughs> We're called to be fruitful and multiply. And what if one of the fruits this year was just the, the, the gifts of the Spirit? That we're multiplying in our own hearts. But you know one thing about fruit? It's different than a gift of the Spirit. Because fruits have to be grown. I can't have someone impart to me gentleness. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Someone can oh, let's go ahead. Three more. Someone can show these to us, but I don't think they can be imparted to us, because they have to be grown in us. So that's the first area I feel an explosion of multiplication of the fruits of the spirits in each of our lives. Um, I put page numbers on my notes, but I don't think that that's very useful. <laughs> there were a few things I felt God was highlighting. Jesus reiterated the same thing about being fruitful. Right, in John 15. Uh, verses 14 to 16. You're my friends if you do whatever I command you. But no longer do I call you servants for a servant doesn't know what his master is doing. But I've called you friends. For all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. And this was even how we started off um, our oh thank you. Our our watch night service. We're like, God, we know you speak to us what you are about to do. <laughs> 領受在開始我們首頁的聚會。You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. 施路潔說不是你們揀選了我,是我揀選了你們,並且分派你們去結果子,叫你們的果子長存,使我們奉,是你們奉我的名,無論向父求什麼,他就賜給你們。Your fruit should last. And then whatever you ask, the the Father in my name, he may give you. And we all know, by now, hopefully, that we can't actually produce any fruit unless we abide in the vine. And there is a, a speaking, there's a calling to us actually Paul says to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. Basically, he says, be ready in and out of season. And also, there's that picture of of the, the tree planted in Psalm 1. That is actually bears fruit even in its uh, what's this? It's leaves never wither. It's always in season, it bears fruit even in its late seasons. And I believe that Zion is we haven't seen anything yet. We haven't born any we haven't bore. Orchard levels of fruit yet. But he's saying to my heart, Let's take care of the roots. And every good farmer will prune. Every good farmer, every healthy tree Gets pruned. And uh, I began to think of, you know, some. Uh, there are there are times where we see growth. But we might not see fruit. And sometimes, if we if we leave a branch unpruned. 這時候你容讓一個枝子不去修剪它的話。And now this part is like uh, uh Google researched. 這些來這些資訊是從Google找到的。Cuz <laughs> I don't I don't own a vineyard and I know nothing about vines. Well,家裡沒有葡萄園,我不知道怎麼樣去修剪它. <laughs> but on a vine you will see fruit, leaves and the branch. 在一個葡萄園你會看到有 and there are times that a branch will go all, like 20 feet. And you might see a few leaves scattered here, but you actually don't see any fruit on it. And then the, a, a good farmer comes back and says, I'm going to trim back all the growth back to where there was fruit, that, where I saw fruit. And in the farmer's goodness for the plant to be fruitful says, I don't want you to waste all your energy into growing without fruit. And when you prune something's back, what's happening is it it brings back all that energy that would have been expended for just what looked like growth to something that's gonna become fruitful. One of my favorite uh, fruits in the world is a specific Japanese grape. And these grapes look fake. (laughs) Because there's no way naturally it would grow this perfectly round juicy shape and the, the skin is crunchy. <laughs> and the inside meat is so sweet. It's actually the highest concentration of sugar in any fruit. <laughs> and there are times where I've done the math, where, you know, this one bite... Is like 2 $3 US. <laughs> and it turns out that it's true. It doesn't happen naturally. Now everything about the nutrients is natural, but what is unnatural is that there is a pruner that loves it every day. <laughs> And it cuts back any growth that is going to be a waste of energy. So that it concentrates all the nutrients into this beautiful cluster. Of grapes. And so, you know, I think it's, now is a, a practical time for us personally, but also across our church to look back at, are there areas that we are growing, but there might not be fruit? So church, and, growing, and you know, a good, a good um, farmer also knows when to prune. I'm not telling to, to, today just to cut off everything that you have ever done. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> so, to, to, are <laughs> I think part of the, the blessing of living with a family is that we get the wisdom of the whole cluster. So I encourage us, if you're going to do anything drastic that might actually affect the cluster, seek wisdom first. So if you're going to do anything drastic And in a way, we're going through all of our, uh, I guess, departments in church, and we're asking people, what is God saying to you? Do you need to cut back? What a season are we in? And this has been, I guess, the theme of even what I've been, as I look back last year, a lot of times, what we... We're sharing, we're asking God for wisdom, how to live. How to take the amazing things that He's revealing to us, but the wisdom of how to apply that to our daily life. Like, for example, knowledge is that a tomato is a fruit. But wisdom says don't ever put it in a fruit salad. Unless I'm speaking to the wrong cow, do you guys like tomatoes in your fruit salad? I'm going to have to tell the potluck gatekeeper to make sure we make sure no tomatoes are in the fruit salad. But even, just, even as, as, as we prepare, I'm always asking God, God, what is the wisdom, what is the heart of the Father to apply what we are hearing? And so, as I was thinking about pruning, did you know there's another type of pruning? But we don't usually think of it as pruning. And I'm going to talk about the wise and the foolish virgins. Matthew 25 uh, we'll, we'll skip the verse 7 first, and then we'll read the whole thing.. There's, it turns out that cutting back actually has other benefits. It says, "Then all those virgins arose. And prune their lamps. Do you know why they actually had to trim lamps? It turns out there's a skill on trimming a lamp. If you leave the, the wick that draws up the water, I mean the oil, if you leave it too long or too short, few things happen. One, the light doesn't burn clean. If it's too short, I believe that it will flicker. The lamp will, will stay lit and then go off and go on and off because it wasn't trimmed. Another reason why they trim a the lamp is if it's too long, it begins to burn with smoke. Now the places that they needed lamps would be places that light natural light never gets to.. So in ancient times, it would be like in, in dark rooms or even on the lower deck of a boat. And you wouldn't really want light to be burning with smoke to begin to fill the room because it gets it uncomfortable. So trimming our lamps allows our light actually to shine. Now... This is that this context, um, this chapter 24 and 25 is actually wisdom that Jesus is giving us how to live in these end times. And Jesus is teaching a, on a series of, of parables to, to show how to, what the kingdom is like. And I realized that in the the third parable in chapter 24, the, the description was faithful and wise servant. And I want this not to be only a marker for us um, individually, but I think us as a church body. Beyond just faithful, because I know we have been so, so, so faithful. And I think what's going to allow us to continue to bear fruit is having faithfulness and coupled with wisdom. So Jesus was talking about um a faithful servant, a wise servant is someone who doesn't allow delay and disappointment to embitter them. Right, he was he was saying to the um about a faithful servant is someone he's going to give fruit to, food to, that knows how to distribute to others. And I think all of us would put up our hands and say, yeah, that's what I want to be. That's who we are. And then what Jesus says in the next chapter, 25, He's talking, okay, so you got this point. All of the virgins that he's talking about were actually faithful and wise to begin with. Because they had the perspective of we need to wait for the master, we need to wait for the bridegroom. So the, the parable of the ten virgins are graduates of the parable before. So The faithful and wise. And this parable of the ten uh, wise and, and foolish, uh, Jesus is actually talking to his church. Oh. So when Jesus Can we start at the, the, the first verse? So Then the kingdom of heaven will be like the ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Verse one Guys, it started off well. So,一开始挺好的. Everybody knew the bridegroom. Everyone was preparing to meet the bridegroom. That's all of us. And they all had lamps. And they all had oil. So this is us. Which means there's a warning for us. Verse 2, 2. Now it says five of them more wise and five of them are foolish which means there's a possibility that we can go from wise because we just graduated from the previous parable we can go from wise and faithful to f- faithful and foolish See, Jesus doesn't say wise and evil. He just calls them foolish. And, then, and, and he'll define what foolishness is in this, in this passage. But verse 3, those who were foolish took their lamps and no oil with them. While verse 4, Those that were wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. So they carried extra oil. They didn't find it burdensome. Now, lamps in this case is, they were providing light for themselves and others. They were kind of like we can call it ministry. And they were burning their oil and they were giving light to other places. But then a disappointment, possibly for disappointment, came. The bridegroom was delayed. Now they slumbered, they slept they did what was necessary and then next verse at midnight a cry was heard behold the bridegroom is coming go out to meet him And i know papa david raised the standard and says actually in this story that's the best place to be that there be a voice aware of the bridegroom that didn't fall asleep, that is calling everybody else, hey, the bridegroom's here. But for our purposes, let's see what else we can learn. Then all the virgins arose, everybody arose and they trimmed their lamps. They, they checked their, their, their ministry, they, they, they pruned, they went back and said, oh, this is what we have to do to bring more light. But then, the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. Let's keep reading. But the wise answered, no, lest there should be not enough for us and you, but go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. You know, even in this situation, there are people still selling oil. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who ready went with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. So when they went Now, I, I, find, uh, I find comfort in this verse, actually, because I compare it to just what happened in chapter 24, the last parable that the unfaithful servant very specifically said the master came back, cut him up in pieces, and threw him into a place with gnashing teeth. It was bad. And that was reserved for the evil servant. But it wasn't that wasn't reserved for the foolish servant. And I've heard that the, according to custom when they have a banquet, they have like seven nights at least of a wedding. But the first night is reserved for close family and friends. So there's a possibility they just didn't get the invitation to the first intimate dinner, but there were six other dinners they could have probably could have ended up going to. Right. So but here's what I think we can apply for us. They all had ministry. They all had things they were doing. They all had access to oil. But here the oil. I think it, that is referred to, Jesus speaks about it in, in 1 John John No, 1 John uh, uh, yeah, 2 verse 20. The oil that was missing was the intimacy with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, where he was teaching them things tent into their heart, speaking into their heart. The oil missing in that lamp was in verse 27. Uh, uh, sorry again? Yeah. The anointing, the oil you receive from him, abides in you. You don't need anyone to teach you. but the same anointing you teaches concerning all things. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. This oil actually causes us, teaches us to abide. So in it says 最後說到你們按著恩高的教訓住在主裡面,所以這個恩高是讓你跟主同住的恩高。So let's look back at, at, at chapter 25 verse 3, Matthew 25 verse 3. What what did Jesus define as foolish? 那我們回到馬太福音 Jesus defines wisdom in the most simple way. 耶穌去定義智慧用很簡單的方法。If you pick up your lamp, if you pick up your ministry, if you pick up your fruit, but you neglect your your root, if you pick up your ministry without oil, if you pick up your lamp where I'm shining light, I'm doing good, but you neglect oil, Those were foolish. He didn't say throw away the lamp. Because what did the five wise do? The wise picked up their lamp and their oil. So so wise and foolish isn't about. Our lamp, it isn't about what we do. Like Jesus didn't say the wise one threw away the lamps and ran after the bridegroom. Wisdom is prioritizing. Pick up your lamp. And your oil. But don't put your lamp before more important than your oil. Don't think that fruit and building and people seeing what we're going to do is going to sustain us. Buy oil. Buy oil. buy oil. From the one who gives us oil, from the one who anoints us, so that we can have lasting fruit. So that our lamp burns bright and clear. So that it doesn't smoke up a room and make things harder to see so that it doesn't flicker. Because you know what, what what benefit a lamp is? I think a lamp extends our day. The whole reason we have daylight savings is because farmers ran out of daylight. And they shift the hours, to, make, to get as much daylight as they can, And make to get as much daylight as they can, to not wreaks havoc on the rest of us who don't know how to read know how to <laughs> and it causes great confusion among animals. Uh, I have a teacher friends who who, who also a farm, and they like the animals didn't get the memo that we cut back a, an hour because they're hungry. <laughs> Hey, but a lamp allows us to do more in a day. A lamp also allows us into areas where no light ever gets to. And I am more convinced. That the darker the days get, the more lamps that are needed. We actually want more light. And the beauty is this. The only reason a place is dark, we can't blame the darkness for being dark. We can only blame the, the dark for being dark because there's lack of light. Darkness doesn't exist in the presence of light. there is no darkness. if there is light. And you don't even there is to you do light. even have light. just shows up. Isaiah 60. light. Isaiah Arise, shine. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Darkness covers the earth, but not for long. In thick darkness over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, And his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light. Kings to the brightness of your dawn. Do you know why people come to light? Because they're tired of their darkness. There is a light famine. There is a lack of light where they're at. So they come to your light. And as there's light. famine, I believe there is also food famine. Like spiritual food famine, right? Food, food, or okay. fruit, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, that come God is going to give in the kingdom, He's going to give His servants food to distribute. And people and nations or kings are going to come get food. 所以, uh, but for me, all this pales in comparison. It's not. I'll, I'll enjoy the fruit. I'll enjoy the promises. But I'm going to prioritize the presence. We're going to prioritize the anointing. Because gifts and talents can fill a room, gifts and talents and signs can bring people in. But the Bible says anointing breaks yokes. and we're declaring Isaiah, right, the spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us to is yokes. us to break yokes. So we say, just like says, the, the wise take the lamp and the anointing. We don't just run out, we don't just take our ministry, our lamp, and we forget about the anointing for where it all came from. And I believe once we've kind of all aligned in this way in our hearts, God can entrust us with fruit. And these, and these promises for us this year, we, now we can, I think we just need the order of operations right. 我觉得我们只需要把这个形式的次序搞对 uh, I am really excited about the promises 我非常兴奋神 I'm excited about the promised land I'm excited about occupying taking space and eating the, off the fruit of the land but like Moses prayed, unless your presence goes before us, I'm really not interested. And I, this, is, this, is, this is my, my bottom line. <laughs> but I believe all of our bottom line. Where God promised Moses the, the, the promised land. And imagine he had the opportunity to, to close the deal. And God says, Moses, I'm good on my word. Here's the promise line. Here's yours. You just don't have me and if Moses prioritized the lamp without the abiding presence he would have been foolish and he's like no lamp can do I I don't need the promises I don't need to look good in front of the people I led that I'm a good leader <laughs> that's not the fruit I'm after I don't need our own, our own place, our own orchard, our own land. I don't need those promises without the presence. <laughs> So he's like, no deal. (laughs) The the, the immature Moses probably would have taken the deal. Because he was tired of waiting that he actually struck a rock. But by this time, Moses is like, no, no, I'm good, we can wait. Because unless your presence goes before us, I'm not interested in land flowing with milk and honey if it's not flowing with oil. And I think if we prioritize that, then watch out. Because what we are being fruitful and what we will multiply is good seed and good fruit. I have no interest in multiplying lamps. I have no interest in being a factory in multiplying lamps. I'd love, I'd love to make lamps. But I want to be a place where our oil never runs out. So if we only produce oil, so be it. But through Presbytery this year, God's to us as a church family. I'm going to give you some new lamps. You're going to go to some dark places in the city that have not had light yet. And I'm looking forward to the lamps He's going to be giving into our hands. So that we would be faithful and wise. You know there's something in the kingdom That scares lazy people. Because in the kingdom, if you do a good job, you get 10 more cities. I've got friends who are so smart, they're like, please don't promote me, I don't want any more responsibilities. (laughs) But in the kingdom, you can't help it. You do a good job, you get given more. And that's all the more why we need to multiply ourselves. I can't handle 10 cities, I can barely handle myself. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why He has need of you. And you. 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 And you. Did I miss anybody in you? Because mm. he's going to trust us, cities. But most of all, I want him to trust us, with his presence. Okay. So I think all the logs are in place, trust Rebecca. Rebecca. Now we need some fiery vision. She has a little bit burning on her heart. But you know the trouble with a little bit of burning. Part of this, I think God is going to speak to us in a deeper level. On another day, during one of our heart for the homes, not to be confused with next week's welcome to our home. Okay. I
4: feel it's so full already. But I feel like God is wanting to take us into expressions of the kingdom that reveal who the Father is. Expressions of the kingdom that reveal the Father. That's where he's taking us right now.
3: 我觉得神在带领我们进到这个神国度的一个展现,使得父神的心被彰显出来。And
4: it's, for me, it's very practical. I feel like the word for us this year is activation.
3: 我觉得其实非常的实际的,我觉得今年给我们的话语就是启动。Are we ready? 预备好了吗?
4: Are we ready?
3: 我们预备好了吗?
4: And as I look around this church, and sometimes we think of activation, we think of you know callings and giftings that we might have that we
3: can do. 怎么的恩赐, but as I
4: look at the different roles and the things that we um that we can do within this
3: family,
4: it all comes back to worship. What is our worship to him? How do we facilitate his presence in what we're doing?
3: Now, I was talking
4: to someone yesterday. Even the act of hospitality within this family. The people who put down, you know, the desserts and the coffee and the tea.
3: How are you
4: facilitating His presence and connection as you're
3: doing that? I feel like
4: the Lord is challenging us.
3: The
4: seeds have been sown. Actually, I was reminded of this verse. Or a story of Elijah.
3: And
4: he's you know, sure you guys know he prayed earnestly it wouldn't rain for
3: three and a half years. And
4: then he prayed and the heavens opened and it rained. And the earth produced crops. So we always think about the miracle that happened.
3: But I think sometimes
4: I miss that part where it says it produced crops.
3: Because
4: how did it produce crops? Because there was already seed in the land.
3: We don't
4: know the, thing, the places that we have
3: sown. There's
4: been seed that's been deposited.
3: And maybe it fell
4: on really dry, crackly ground.
3: But,
4: it, but no, when the Lord speaks rain, and the
3: crops grow, it's
4: because there it
3: was seed. And so what you
4: have
3: sown, and you
4: haven't seen fruit,
3: this
4: is the year. But it requires an activation on our part. And I just want to share a little tidbit of this because I, like I, I, uh, I, I feel like I can't hold it in, but I was reading some of the prophetic words.
3: This morning I was,
4: I was praying over the
3: church. And, and
4: these are very practical things that have been spoken through many of your words in the last 20 years.
3: This is a very
4: and it just begins to stir my spirit. I'm just going to read a few of them, if that's
3: okay. It says
4: there are going to be some innovative strategies that you are going to
3: bring in. It's talking about you, Zion.
4: The Lord is going to bring ministries out of this people that nobody's ever heard of before.
3: Signs and
4: wonders and the miracle power of God Is going to become a significant part of what you do There's new technologies coming to this church
3: uh,
4: There are new innovations that are coming to this church That will be a fresh expression of the Spirit of God And what He wants to do and
3: you're going to
4: draw from the old and you're drawing from the new. It's going to create a powerful momentum going
3: forward. And who's feeling this
4: momentum this year? One more, the Lord says, I'm releasing an army of the younger generation into the front
3: line. These are the seeds. This is what has been spoken.
4: Fruitfulness is God's responsibility. Faithfulness is ours, exactly what Pastor Gideon's talking about, Pastor
3: Caleb's talking about.
4: God's job is
3: outcomes, but
4: our job is
3: obedience. His job
4: is results.
3: Our
4: job is response.
3: What is
4: he asking of us? No, it's easy for us to trust him with our eternity. But not our present. because right? the future is not for ours. It, it, it's for us ours to give. We don't have it.
3: It's easy
4: for us to say, God, this year I'm going to
3: uh,
4: Fill in the blank. Right? It's easy. But what is God asking of us
3: today? He's
4: asking for surrender of our present moment.
3: Are we
4: prepared? Do we have the oil?
3: Right?
4: And when we begin to surrender our present moment,
3: our
4: hearts begin to shift.
3: And our
4: heart here is not to create. We
3: don't, we don't
4: want to just do more for the sake of doing.
3: But Father,
4: we say we won't move without your presence
3: here. We won't creating
4: without your presence. 没有你的同在, Father, give us the fear of you.
3: 父神, God,
4: that we wouldn't move unless it pleases your heart.
3: 以示我们不会乱动,
4: Draw us into this deeper place of intimacy, Jesus.
3: Where
4: we come on our knees every morning. We say
3: we surrender
4: to you, Jesus. We surrender our worship to you, Jesus. We surrender our own
3: desires.
4: We surrender our
3: fears.
4: We surrender our
3: pain.
4: We surrender our offenses.
3: We
4: surrender our relationships.
3: To make
4: room. For your presence to be
3: here. For
4: your presence to rest. We're not happy and satisfied with just knowing that your presence is with us everywhere.
3: We want
4: your manifest presence in our
3: lives.
4: When does that manifest presence happen? When we encounter the person of
3: Jesus.
4: So, Father, let us not settle for anything less than you.
3: So, Father, let not the Spirit of the
0: is upon us because he has anointed us to preach good news the spirit of the sovereign lord is upon us because he has anointed us to preach He has sent you to the poor To bind up a broken hearted To release the one The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us because He has anointed us to preach good news. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us because He has anointed us Sent you to the poor to bind up the brokenhearted, to bring freedom to the captive, and to release the one. For those who grieve in Zion, you will pour out the oil of gladness.
3: Rebecca sharing about this is the seed and the Lord dropped a a phrase into my spirit maybe for someone here or someone on the Zoom so drop it down right away I don't want to miss it so I said maybe some of you you feel that you are in a dark place 你们说到, you think you
1: have been
3: buried
1: but actually the Lord have you planted
3: amen amen, amen. So why don't we all lift up a shout? We lift up a shout. We sing, God, you are faithful. And our shout, God, you are faithful. You will carry us through. Yes. We lift up a shout. Amen. 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 We have prayer teams to pray with you. Bless one another be released.